0: Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash Bluewire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: We're inching closer to the All-Star Break and we're talking pickups and two start starting pitchers here on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Welcome to the RotoWire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. I'm Clay Link here with FSWA Hall of Famer Todd Zola. Todd, we got all this new fancy equipment here in the office. Uh, so if you're watching on YouTube or you know, on Twitter or what have you, uh, we appreciate that. Hope everything looks and sounds good. And if you're listening to your normal channels, we appreciate you as well.
2: Do you have a live studio audience?
1: <laughs> no. Oh. You get a laugh track,
2: though.
1: on. Um, how are you, though, on this Friday
2: afternoon? How about a drum? Just ba dum I'm doing fine. Uh, doing well. Um, busy. Uh, you know, we're all, we're all busy. No one's busier than everybody. everybody. thinks they're busy, but everybody's busy, so we're not all busy, right? It's all the same. Um, Midnight's weather. Trying to decide if I want to head to the Cape in a couple weeks for some Cape Cod League ball. And, yeah, that's been my major. In between writing today, I I ponder if I'm going to head to the Cape or not.
1: Yeah, man, I think you uh, that could do you well. It's always nice to get out. I need to go to some games. I'm going to a couple at Great American Ballpark later this month. So that'll be nice. Uh, hanging with the old man, it'll be a lot of fun, and the rest of the family too. It'll be the first time we're all together in many years. So wow, wow, wow! Yeah, um, cool. yeah. Hopefully, Bob and Bob and Phil Castellini can stomach me for a couple games. but uh, let's talk about some pickups before we get into two-star pitchers. Of course, two-star pitchers will dominate this conversation as normal, but uh, some interesting potential ads out there. Lou Trevino was the top ad in the stake league, which makes sense because it seems he's wrestled that job back in Oakland. But then I added Reed Detmers, who's coming up to start today against the O's. He struck out 14 his last time out in the minors. And, uh, of course, he had that no-hitter at the big league level for the season. Derek Van Riper, our buddy, kind of got me sniffing around again on Reed Detmers. Uh, it sounds like he kind of reworked his slider after I looked into it. And I, I think Adam Wolf and his uh, Detmers note at roto noted that as well, that he's changed up his slider a little bit. We're hoping for... Good things from Detmers, but then Mitch White was also out there. So I guess I'm kind of wondering, Todd, who would you rather have between Mitch White
2: and Reed Detmers? Yeah, Detmers is interesting. I was hoping for more than one start to judge, you know, by which to judge 14 strikeouts and one walk and in six inning against Tacoma certainly looks nice. But I wanted I wanted a little bit more. Um, I guess – I guess – I don't know. I'm trying to, you know, which one's going to be in the rotation longer. Um, are you talking about, like, a short-term or more of a long-term scenario?
1: Well, I know you kind of stressed that this focus on the next, like, few weeks or the next month or so. So And I'm kind of with you there, so I'm just kind of looking more short-term.
2: Yeah, I mean, White has got the Cardinals this week. Well, the week we're talking about Detmers has got the Dodgers. Which isn't ideal. It's at home, though. Um, you know what? I'm. I, I think even though White can get better, I think we know what we have at least right now with Mitch White. So if I'm looking for some upside, I guess I'm betting. You know, I, you, I, you know, you, you know how conservative I am, but at some point, you know, you got to let whatever your hair. You know, you got to let your hair down at some point. So maybe this is the opportunity, even though it's the Dodgers. Maybe this is the opportunity. To you know inject a little risk into my portfolio and go with the higher upside choice of these two for this particular question. So yeah, I may surprise and go Detmers.
1: I like the K's that he showed in them in that minor league start recently. So
2: and he's had a a K profile coming up, he just hadn't translated it to the majors really to this point. I mean 97 in 54 innings at double a as a 21 year old, you know, I mean, he's, he's had, so he's, 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 he's had strikeouts all throughout. Well, he hasn't had a very long minor league career, but it is part of his pedigree. So maybe, maybe he just needed to tweak the slider to, to, to have it manifest at the major league level. Yeah, that's possible.
1: It's very possible. And the guy who kind of in that mix as well, and actually he lines up for two. So he's going to be on their list of grades. Brian Bayo for your Red Sox. Do you get eyes on
2: Brian Bayo this week? Yeah, it's not up yet. It, it'll be up soon after we get done. Uh, but, yes, I did, and I, I wrote up a bit about Brian And It's one start. I don't want to use this as evidence of good, bad, or ugly. Uh, all I'm saying is it surprised me how many times he double, tripled, quadrupled, and even through the same pitch to the same batter, Five times in a row. Um, I think we. I think he was trying to get by on stuff mixed in with scouting reports. And as he matures and as Dave Bush and Christian Vasquez learn more about him and what he can do, I think we'll see more mixing up some of these pitches. And, uh, you know, I mean, he, we're talking highly of him. Let's put it in perspective. I mean, nothing wrong with being, I think it was 80th or 87th, something in that range on James top 400 list. there's nothing wrong being the 80th best prospect in baseball but he's not you know he's not at the same level of some of these other arms that you know we're talking top 10 and top 20 he's a very good prospect and maybe he will mature into one of the better ones but you know let's keep that in perspective for now but anyway got my eyes on him impressed it's it's a lot of fast stuff i'd like to see a little more delta or a little more use of a slower pitch slider 84 change up 88 and the two fastballs are on 97, so there's an 89-mile Nile Delta. I'd like to see a little more, um, but like what I saw.
1: Nice. Good to know. I did not get to see his big league debut, but I did randomly. You know, I don't know if you've had this happen, but if you're watching MLB.tv, then all of a sudden they do like a – start into a preview of their uh, MILB.tv. Like the last game I'd watched had had ended, so it just kind of – Transition to that and I saw him in the miners earlier this year and thought he was looked pretty impressive, Brian. Bayo was B E L L O. So
2: Yeah, I mean if and I, and I joked about this. If one more person tweeted out the pronunciation, it would have started to trend. Yeah. I'm surprised,
1: yeah. I expected more people to be mispronouncing it uh, for years to come instead of actually
2: everybody tweeting the correct it's like Scott Bayo, right? <laughs> hopefully yeah, hopefully his career doesn't take the same downward turn that Scott's did. But anyway. Yeah, that's a good point. Aaron
1: Savali was picked up for three. by the way, Brian Bay was two. So uh, Trevino six. Reed Detmers I got for three. Halterman got Aaron Savali for three. Brian Bay.
2: Savali's changed up some things too. I'm interested that's... to see what happens there.
1: I saw he's got a like a juicy matchup in this weird lineup. Yeah. Period league. So, uh, you're mean Mercedes. I guess he's resurfaced with San Francisco for a little bit. Uh, Chris Flexen, Tyler Naquin's back. So, that's so how he homered in the second game. Yeah. His doubleheader. So, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Mitch White, as I mentioned, and Kevin Biggio. You know, Santiago Espinal's been pretty darn good, but it seems like Biggio's kind of back in their good graces there in Toronto.
2: They're moving him around, played a little first base. You know, he's, he's, and I know, I mean, flats they have a first baseman. Uh, just saying that they're, they're getting, they're finding ways to get Vigio into the lineup a little bit more.
1: Yeah. And, you know, pretty
2: good, uh, uh-huh. at
1: least good patience, maybe a little too, too patient.
2: Uh, he's had three multi hit games in the past week. I know he's had a couple where he didn't get hits. Strikeouts oh. are under control. Um, <laughs> Hasn't walked very much lately. So, I mean, you know, lower expectations. He's probably not a terrible fill-in checking to see where he's eligible now. Um, First and second, did he come in? He came in with third. So he's got eligibility at all the infield positions. And if you're in a five outfield, a five position eligibility league in season, he adds outfield. So that's useful, right? The fact you can put him anywhere.
1: Absolutely,
2: Jake Myers for a buck. Bruce, I like that,
1: they're all for a buck. Uh, that was looking that would look real good if he hadn't just gotten hurt with some sort of injury, or All but, uh, you know, relating to that Dodge and Bolton situation, what's your level of concern with Kimball right now?
2: Yeah, I, um, I don't know yet. Um, I'm I... Kind of alluded to him in the process of writing up Todd takes, and I know I noticed Vessia got the save. see I write about some stuff I see then I write about stuff I see in the box score, and Vessia got another save i haven't not I have not yet researched the uh the reason and you mentioned Gratterall getting hurt so i I will know my you know ask me in an hour and I'll have done a little bit more due diligence on the uh, on the Craig Kimbrell scenario. I thought I read yesterday or heard that he was supposed to be back so um, yeah, I, uh, actually I also, um, maybe you've heard, indeed, I haven't had a time to look up yet, um, to, to check out Jerickson profile from his collision last night, which there have been a lot of ugly collisions this season, too many, oh. and this could have been the ugliest.
1: That was awful. I saw he was diagnosed with a concussion and a okay, okay. pain, but he was discharged from the hospital. So that's, that's good really point.
2: good news because I don't want to make light of things like this, but, um, he got he tried to walk off the field and literally collapsed so, um it was it was it was gary my i mean i was yeah. i was nervous i mean i you know i was literally nervous that we were you know in in any he, he uh he was responsive and, and etc but uh yeah uh, uh, cj abrams ran a long way from second base to short left field and his you know his knee just crushed profile right in the face it was so ugly i don't know i mean um God, glad he's released from the hospital. Good.
1: Yeah, that's that's big. That's I saw it too. Yeah, when he was walking off and just collapsed, Those, yeah, the, the knees just cars. gave out. It was terrible. Anyway, it was terrible. But back to the Dodgers bullpen. Maybe yeah. because Gritterall has some right side soreness. Maybe you do pivot to Vesey as you're, if you're looking to speculate there. Kimbrel, uh, let me just double check to see if there's been any update on him. I returned, so uh, yeah. maybe it was just he wasn't available yesterday. He had a CT scan. Yeah, that's what it was. A CT scan on his back. Oh wait, he pitched yesterday, but then he returned. So yeah, I mean, there's just he's been pretty terrible.
2: So he pitched a lot. So the last. So the concern now, you can flip the question from injury to just performance. Yeah, I mean, I, the reason Vesey got to save, at least I hadn't done my research yet, because it looks like Kimbrel blew it. Um. So yeah. Um. Gosh, I still, I'm kind of a Kimbrel apologist. I always find a way to spin the numbers to make it look good, even though he's not getting the job done. I'll probably do it again, but I can't imagine that he's permanently removed from the job. I can see him, uh, you know, getting his stuff back in the seventh and eighth or something and then moving back into the closing role, but I, I don't see it being permanent.
1: I hear you. It's, he's just been such a roller coaster lately and, yeah, well that X or the C T scan was negative. If if he winds it's, up it could open door, it's, it's, the
2: it's usually that he gets the job done, but his, his breakdowns are so pronounced that we think he's been terrible, you know, for a longer period. And you can you can't just take away those bad outings because they happen. But it's always been a case where you take, you know, he's got twelve outings, take out these two, and he's been the best closer in the league. And that's kind of been my analysis for the past 15 years. But he has those poor outings on occasion. You just have to accept the fact you're going to get him and trust he's going to be nails again in between those poor outings.
1: Well, we're halfway through the season now. He's made 30 appearances. He's got a
2: 4.82 ERA. Yeah, it's not looking good for Zola's narrative this year, is it?
1: Well, the thing is that he did come out and say, like, we're not even considering a role change, but. You know, an I.L. stint could obviously change things. Maybe he needs one. I mean, this is a guy you're going to be leaning on in the postseason. Maybe you get him a little maintenance and uh, give him a little rest. But, anyway, yeah, I was I saw Gratterall got one. So, it was kind of like sniffing around there. And uh, But then, he know, uh, he's hurt, so maybe Vessia.
2: So, it looks like he had a – the Dodgers had a three-run lead, and he started the ninth. And two thirds of inning, two hits a run, uh, a walk involved. He struck out the two for the outs. and Roberts just went to Vestia for the final out. I'll take I'll look a little bit more clo- closer. Uh, Lefty righty, who was the batter, you know why he may have taken Timbrell out, but it may be, well. maybe it's because he threw 31 pitches yeah. to get to that point. Wow, that's what you call uh, laboring. Quite a bit. Gonsolin okay. threw 93 Gons- seven over seven innings right guy,
1: I know he's having some good fortune but i know a, a certain guy you and i both do says what you create your own luck in life and eh, you do <laughs> you do but you know you, clear, you, but i'm just saying not a, you can't just say tony
2: gonson's just lucky no 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 it, it, absolutely not and you know three strikeouts, zero walks yeah that's 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 pedestrian uh but he's he, you know also doing other things really well really well so um you know story for another day but um, but yeah, absolutely, he's been a, uh, you know, he's kind of been a first-half version of Ranger Suarez last year, you know. I mean, the the numbers are just gaudy.
1: Ronzi Contreras was still out there. James got him for a buck. I don't know how I missed that. That's a good pickup. I know he was sent down, Ronzi Contreras, but he's, uh should be back up. Maybe they clear the deck a little bit at the deadline. He should be in there. Do a locked in for Pitt. For the rest of the season. Uh let me just double check real quick Derek Van Riper's league. That's the one where I did get uh I did get Mitch White there. Not looks like a pretty quiet week there. Brian Bayo for five. Glenn Otto was the big pickup there. That's a little little deeper. Anything else? Any other pitchers on your mind or players on your mind before we get to two start pitchers for next week?
2: No, I think if there is, it'll it'll come up as we talk about the two starters.
1: Nice. Well, Disco Dave just asked in the chat, "Would I rather have Scooble or Kyle Wright?" Rest of the season. That's Kyle Wright for me.
2: Scooble's gonna, mm. gonna
1: hit the skids. So. Uh...
2: Wow. Um, wow, Disco. Um, you Disco. know what? Wright has turned it on lately, but I do think Scooble will figure it out. Um. Okay. All right, if Clay says right, I'm going to go there. I honestly, it's a, it's a, that's a tough one.
1: Well, before we get into two-star pitchers, let's take a quick break. We'll get to uh, take care of a little bit of business and hear a quick word from our Blue Wire sponsors.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at Babbel.com slash BlueWire. That's 60% off at Babbel.com slash BlueWire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash BlueWire. Rules and restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help.
1: All right, welcome back to the RotoWire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Clay Link here with FSWA Hall of Famer Todd Zola, and Todd, this is going to be our last week grading two-star pitchers for a while because, well, next week there won't be any two-star pitchers to grade because the All-Star break will be looming. The following week, then I'm off the 22nd and 29th.
2: Well, it'll be the last week we're doing it together. I'll have uh, I'll have a guest on. I uh, don't know who yet. I'm actually filling in for uh, for Jeff at the when when during the Las Vegas week, the All Star break week. So I need to find a third guest for the for the Thursday industry pod. So y'all be busy. I hope I have enough friends. I hope I can find enough people.
1: Yeah, man. Well, appreciate all you guys being along with us for the the first half, and we'll be back for most of the second half together.
2: If, any, if there's anybody you guys want to hear, you know, help me out with two starts. You know, tweet at me, tweet at us, and you know, me. If 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 we're on speaking terms, maybe I can get them.
1: Yeah, maybe try like Jenny
2: Butler. I'm a big fan of Jenny. She's she's really good. Uh, no, we don't sp- and- we don't speak. No, Jenny and I aren't speaking. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> just a, a suggestion. I thought I'd throw out there. But yeah, it's been great, and thanks for being along for the ride. And we'll be back really for all of August and uh, September, unless you you take a little. Well-deserved time off, Todd. But let's get into these two-star pitchers. Zero to five scale, as always. Merrill Kelly is going to be the first one up. You can follow along with us at Rotowire, by the way, com slash try for a trial on us. Uh, you can sort the – go to probable pitchers and customize grid. Custom start date 7-11-2022. Merrill Kelly at San Francisco at San Diego. Uh, he's come back to earth a little bit, but uh, I, I kind of like these uh, matchups. I'll give Meryl
2: Kelly a three, I think. Uh yeah, I'm gonna give him a. I'm gonna give him a two. Two. I, uh, I, I, I kind of with you. It's probably a two point five five nine. You know, a little roundup up. We get him the three, but I'm gonna stick with. I'm gonna go with a two now. He's always around the plate which always puts them in danger of a blow up. And these clubs can hit a little bit. They're on the road. So we'll go to.
1: Nice. Um, well, Max Freed for Atlanta has made a star turn this season. He's kind of completed that star turn, I guess you could say, because he's really reached that ace level. Nine and two, two, five, two ERA. And a guy right behind him, Spencer Strider, looks to be on his way there too. He's been off the charts lately. So those two for Atlanta next week versus the Mets at Washington. Uh, Freed's going to be a five, and I think Strider's a, a four at this point. I, I Isn't really...
2: he like a seven? <laughs> I mean, if you listen to Twitter, you know, you have to invent a new scale. I'm just – I'm being a little wise guy. Uh, I love what I see from Strider. What do you have, nine – six in a row? Six in a row starting off the last game. Oh, and
1: First – yeah, the first six outs I think he got. Yeah, was.
2: something crazy. Um I'm going to go four. Just, you know, I mean, need to, need to see – Need to see a little longer, but it's probably you know it's it's coming. So yeah, five and four freed. You know, I think he's certainly cemented status as an S, as fantasy sb one. Maybe not you know top five, six or seven, but I think you know I, I think he's definitely a top you know fifteen starter now.
1: You know, I have Strider and Derek Van Riper's mocky league, and I'm I was thinking what it would take. Not that anybody's really come knocking because they probably know the prices astronomical but what it would take to get strider off my hands in a keeper league like that it would hmm. take quite a bit maybe if you want to go buy high it's not the worst idea but uh, it would take quite a get to pry yeah i, can I, mean, I can I could i can understand why looked really really impressive the baltimore orioles have two off days next week so kind of weird i guess not so weird but before
2: the all ultimately- it's actually i mean it's actually as you'll see if you haven't looked it is a kind of a busy week um I mean, it just happens to be that Baltimore is victimized by the goofy two-game series with the Cubs to start the week.
1: You know, I mentioned earlier that Brian Bayo is going to be lined up for two, but actually, currently we don't have him for two in our starters' grid. But I think, well, well I don't see him heading back. But maybe with the All-Star break, they could shuffle some things around. That's, that may be.
2: You well, know, I mean, look at who we are look at who we have. Pitching other than Bayo. I mean, we've got Winkowski, Seabold, and Ivaldi. So there's a lot of uh, assuming so and so comes back or so and so stays. You know, I mean, Seabold so gets sent back down. Uh, a lot of different things can happen. Now, back, by the way, sorry? Chris Sale back Tuesday. Right. Tuesday. Well, he's, yeah, I think that's the, that, I'm, yeah, that could actually be in bold. That's been announced, whether or not, you know, um, so uh, that, that has been announced. Uh, you know, I, I don't know how it ma- if it matters. I well, I think Bayo's named to the futures game. I wonder if he can still pitch in it oh, if yeah. he's on the Red Sox roster.
1: That's interesting. Yeah. But I now that I think about it, I do think they could probably swap him out for a fresh arm, Bayo, after Monday's start.
2: A few different things. Yeah. Um shortly after the break. But sale, I mean, w- w- as we mentioned, knock on wood debuting Tuesday. And then if he gets Sunday against the Yankees, I mean, you start I'm starting him, right? If you if you stashed him this long he's going even though he's coming off a hissy fit for his last start um i'm i'm starting him yeah that was uh that was kind of strange that sissy as if he's the only one ever to do that and i'd be saying this as i talk as as i will probably talk about on the radio tomorrow with eric since it was just pre-recorded i'm not saying this because i'm a red sox fan and i was it immature sure but yeah, he's the only one in the history of the game that's ever done that. Come on, it, it's it's just it's let's not oh go overboard in our holier than thou Twitterisms, uh, keyboard warriors, you know that, that that we're seeing. And I again, I'd be saying that if it were, you know, uh, any any other team.
1: I hear you. It's just uh, more so than that. It was his comments after afterward that left me scratching my head.
2: Like athletes are in a different. Are, are athletes to me are a different. Mindset, they just think and act differently. So a lot of times, I don't even. It just, I, I'm not. I can't think along those lines. I can't relate, so I don't try to judge it.
1: I hear you, man. Well, I'm not really judging him either. It's just the, <laughs> about him being like, well, is there a to, it was their decision to. It's on them to film it. And if I were in Bank of America, I just didn't understand the bank.
2: Well, there was some weird, yeah, exa- exactly. I mean, their mind was weird. I mean, he paid for it, he paid, he gave, you know, paid more. All right, that does not absolve everything, but anyway. So, Chris Sale, I got as a three. What say you are? Oh, yeah, an actual number three, yes. Okay. And then
1: subs <laughs> the are going to have no two star pitchers because they, but they get Stroman back next week. We have him lined in, penciled in. Front. Yeah, well, yeah, well, that would work. And then the Reds. Same with them, I guess, because uh... – oh, because Tyler Malley's on the IL now. So right,
2: right. Duggar. They yeah. hope to have him back right after the break. But, you know, I know – I mean, I know you've watched the Reds game or two. I'm, I mean, it's kind of fun watch, watching Ashcraft, Green, and Lodolo develop. I mean, it's – we can say what we want about what they did tearing down the team and, and, and wrecking the offense – but it's you gotta. I mean, for half the game watching, it's gonna be interesting watching their pitchers. Love having Ladolo back, and I yeah. really like Green's makeup and his ability to
1: really show progress in his development from self to sun. It's pretty amazing. Grand Ashcraft though actually just dropped in one league. Yeah,
2: little he's the he's the third of the three, yeah. and you know, and you know, this is a rough week against the Yankees. But I know, I mean, I'm not giving up. I think he can be an innings eater.
1: I dropped Ashcraft for Josiah Gray. It was still. Stupid. Oh wow!
2: Yeah, I was lucky enough to. Uh, Good move it. there.
1: I also picked up uh, Patrick Corbin. By the way, don't ask me about that one. Uh, Cal Quantrill and Shane Bieber. Whoa,
2: whoa, whoa, whoa! That's not going to get by. Did you lose a bet? <laughs> no, I forget who I dropped. Um, are you are you can are you trashing ratios purposely? No, it's a head-to-head league. <laughs> are you trying to lose to get better, i get a better matchup of the playoffs?
1: Hey, playoffs. I got to jump on something here.
2: You? Uh, you know what? In a head-to-head you can make up. There are I can see where there are uh scenarios. I just uh, anyway.
1: No, yeah, I get it. I just yeah, this is uh NL only with weird benches and
2: Yeah, head-to-head, I mean, you, you win the week, you lose the week and you and, and you're done, right? And you know, you need him for that week. You need oh, him for that yeah. week. It's
1: Kenley soon, so he'll probably be the drop there. But yeah, I did pick him up. All right, back to two-star pitchers for the week of July 11th. Cal Quantrill, Shane Bieber. The Guardians have eight next week, so they'll need uh, all their starters. Uh, Quantrill and Bieber versus the White Sox versus Detroit. Pretty nice. I know Quantrill's. You know, such like a like the analytics world just hates this guy, but. I think I'm going to give him a two,
2: and Bieber a four. I was leaning to three for Quantrill, um, and Bieber's a four. He should. I mean, and then, I mean, it's actually surprising with these matchups that he's not a five. I think. I think that's kind of the bigger upset that that we both say Bieber's a four. Um, I'm going to give Quantrill a three. Maybe it's just the eye. Maybe it's more because I'm I'm relying on my eyes and and not and, and not enough on the numbers but I just, I like, you know, he's, he's had a couple of rough ones, but I just see enough good there that I'm going to go with the three.
1: Okay. So you're going to go Quantrill three and Bieber four. I got you down for Quantrill three.
2: All right. The numbers aren't going to happen that high, but like you said, the analytics don't like him. Yeah, very true. Now
1: uh, on to Colorado, there was a, Jose Urania sighting earlier this week, and he actually pitched well against the Dodgers. Surprised he didn't find a way to uh, throw it Ronald Acuna, even though they weren't facing. Atlanta. But uh, uh, he actually pitched okay against the Dodgers, but at home, no chance. That's going to be a zero for him, and and a zero for Gomber, even even uh, though he gets pit at the end of that two step. I just I don't trust Gomber.
2: Oh, they're at home. I mean, that's I mean, I'm going to give a I'm going to give um. I'm gonna give. I, I'm gonna grade the joke on an eighty scale and give it a seventy-five. That was that was very good. Oh, you okay. made, made me laugh. No, I can't start either of them at home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's a zero. No more.
1: No reason to elaborate further there. Uh, for the White Sox, Lance Lynn, Dylan Cease, Cease is gonna be a five. Lynn a little bit tougher to grade. Um, if I gave Sale a three, I think he's right there and probably a step below Strider. So I'm gonna give. Lynn, a
2: three. I'm with you, and I don't, you know, he's been back long enough now that we should be seeing, you know, Lance Lynn, Mm -hmm. and it's not as good as we had hoped. So I'm with you with a three. I know Cleveland's struggling, Uh, Minnesota's not struggling, but yeah, I'm gonna go three.
1: Mentioned that Michael Pineda was a pickup in the stake league, he gets, uh, in traditional Monday through Sunday leagues next week, he gets two at KC. At Cleveland, same for Bo Brisky. Brisky, you know, if maybe he if if, uh, I saw him in in a similar situation to where I picked up Patrick Corbin, maybe. So I'll give Bo Brisky like a one because of that, you know, off chance, maybe some sort of weird points format. And Pineda, I think a a two. Just need to see a little bit more, even with these plus matchups. I, I can't quite put him as a three.
2: Um I'm going to go Pineda three, and I'm going to go Brisky. I'm going to give him a two. Um, he, he, the strikeouts aren't huge, but doing a, doing a sort of a quick count here. First, the matchups are fantastic, right? And he's had you know three quality starts in his past six outings. All right, Arizona got him, the Red Sox got him, um, but and then he then he fell short by one out against Toronto. Um, Yeah, I mean, these matchups to me, uh, I would, i will probably be picking Brisky up if he's available available and I needed two starts. I'm curious to see where he lands on my newfangled rankings, where I look at the players that are rostered in fewer than 50% of NFBC leagues relative to where the mix 12 and mix 15 relievers. I'll bet he comes out. A, you know, available in over 50% and above the mixed reliever line. Well, it sounds like Bo
1: Brisky will be on a lot of your lists this weekend. Right? Yeah, well,
2: yeah, it's been down. There. I, don't, I don't even like brisky. I like corned beef, but it's weird that they're the same meat but just seasoned differently. Oh, I'm sorry, never mind.
1: I Have to hope neither the royals nor the guardians make brisket
2: out of, out of Bo Yeah.
1: Beef. I've used that one. That's a that's about a 30 30. Yeah,
2: you know. Yeah, exactly. Inconsistent. I'm going to – my scouting report, I'm going to say jokes are inconsistent. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um,
1: So Houston's going with a six-man with Javier pitching as well as he is and then Rizzi back. Maybe Rizzi's bumped uh, before the end of the first half, but uh, tentatively no two-star pitchers for the Astros. Uh, So the Royals got a doubleheader on Monday, so that would put – Brad Keller and Daniel Lynch in line for two versus Detroit at Toronto. That second one, honestly, wipes them both out of the mix for me. I know you've been a Brad Keller apologist before, but would you consider them this week?
2: Uh, At Toronto scares me. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to go one, but Daniel Lynch is a zero. I'll give Keller a one Um, in a points league. And I know that we're, you know, we're, you know, we're I guess we're, we're grading for everybody. But in a points league where, you know, I mean, it's it just you get like one point and not 12 points. It's not as detrimental in a two-start week. So I'll give them a one.
1: All right. I hear you there. Uh, I got you down as a one for Keller. I'm going to stick by a zero there. Now, am I seeing this right? The Dodgers and the Angels are both off the Sunday before the All-Star break.
2: It looks like they might i mean they have they have two a two game series so for whatever reason they decided to schedule it friday and saturday as opposed to saturday and sunday so i am assuming that our our crack staff is right and for some okay. silly reason the, the, the angels and maybe it's you know what is it they're imported from
1: you know partners actually i was
2: just about to, i was about to say something that's wrong i was about to say maybe they need the field on Sunday, but it's in, it's in, it and, and it's not an angel stadium, right? It's a Chavez ravine, right?
1: That sounds right.
2: Yeah. So it, it can't be that they need the field um, for Sunday.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess just a fortunate break for those teams. They get a little bit longer uh, break in the intermission. All right. So no two-star pitchers for the Dodgers or the Angels, but then for the Miami Marlins, Trevor Rogers,
2: nice. I've
1: held on to him. And you know what? I think I'll probably deploy him here versus Pitt versus Philly. Philly scares you a little bit, but I guess I'm just pot committed, and so I'll give him a two.
2: Yeah, especially you know the well Schwarber's lefty, but you know Philly has some righties. I have not put, but not that you know not you know not that my eyes matter all that much. But of all the pain, you know, I've watched Barrios, I've watched. Uh, Giolito, I haven't watched Rodgers. I haven't had him as a uh, focus for Todd Stakes. So maybe I should do that this Sunday uh, or Monday, I should say. Maybe I'll do that on Monday, especially because it's the early, it's the 640 game. Those are always fun because you get to watch like a half an hour of the game before you start flipping, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll put my eyes on Rodgers against Pitt. Of course, Pittsburgh might not be the best uh, measuring stick. I'm gonna give Rogers a one. I, I don't know what's going on. I just read that a changeup shape is just so much different um, I'll give him a one and, and and promise to look at him next week.
1: And any reason to go into positive numbers Oh with Castano no okay and then Jason Alexander for the Brewers. I'm gonna give him a zero two at Minnesota at San Francisco. I can't see it.
2: I don't mind him like two inning stints at a time, but no, I don't like this at all. That's a zero.
1: Yeah, he's, I guess he's grabbed a couple wins in late uh, June, but no, I can't. I can't do with Jason Alexander, so I can't this. All right, we're making progress here. Let's, uh, let me get back to the grid. Now you suggested you will be looking at Bo Brisky this weekend. I'm going to have Josh Winder on some lists, looking to maybe add him back to the mix because uh, the Twins need him, and at least tentatively versus Milwaukee versus the White Sox, a couple home starts. So now that he's yeah. healthy again, I like Winder as like a as a two.
2: Yeah, the tens of you watching over fate, you know, watching me on uh, Facebook, et cetera. What's that weird look in his face? I'm trying to figure out. Who, who who's not pitching for Minnesota that that has Winder in there? I know Ober's not ready yet, but there's got to be a name that I'm forgetting because um, I you know in my head Winder was going to be sent back down and wasn't going to be pitching for a little Ar- while.
1: At the uh, who's that? Chris Archer.
2: Oh, Let's yep. See. Okay, yep. All right, that makes that that's the one. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, no, I do like Winder, and I and i I'm not going to have to waterfall him. Because I have him in several places. So, oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I don't love the matchups, but they are at home. So I'm going to go two. I don't remember what you said, but I'm going to go two.
1: Yeah, I got two as well. I, I had him in a few leagues, but then I dropped him. and. Uh, yeah, okay. I had him stash on the aisle. Then he came back, but it was in a like, relief, so I dropped him. So I'm kind of regretting that, but hopefully I can remedy and get some uh, Josh Winder back in my uh, portfolio. Max Scherzer looked Every bit of Max against the Reds. I mean, just shoved it up their rear end. Uh, Five on Scherzer. And David Peterson had a kind of a shaky return from the list. But have been pitching pretty darn well overall. At Atlanta, at the Cubs, not the greatest, but I'll put him on that kind of winder tier. I'll I'll give him a two.
2: I'm going to give him a two two as well. I mean, his strikeouts came out of nowhere, and I I had him as a – CF is a streamer. Last time, because of the increased strikeouts, kind of let me down. Uh, let you know, yeah, he let me down. You know, I'm not, I'm not pitching well because of Zola. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you in it too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy in on the previous strikeouts than I am on uh, the blip. Now, uh, Dvr, he mentioned him a couple times. You know, mentioned it on Twitter, giving a little bit of a, uh, uh you know, pimp to our starters rankings. He's like. He said he felt all warm and fuzzy that Jacob DeGrom was back on our probable starters grid. It's not right. for the following week, but, um, yeah, that's that. We, we got DeGrom uh, pitching, I think, uh, game a out day, of- the day after the All-Star break.
1: Yeah, first game out of the break is where we have him penciled in for now, and hopefully we can bold him in and confirm him before 2
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Luis Severino is going to be a five home starts against the Reds and the uh, Red Sox. So we'll be on yep. no- Watch on Tuesday with Severino against the Reds. I do want to just mention, though, that I thought Jason Collette had an interesting thought in one of his latest articles that wrote a wire, just kind of looking at maybe proactive pitching measures you can take on your fantasy squad. He threw out the possibility that maybe Severino is shut down in September, managed carefully, if because the Yankees are running away with the division. Severino has already far surpassed his innings,
2: but. Do you... Right, but don't you you want him starting in the playoffs though? Don't you? I mean, I know Cortez and Montgomery and Tyone have pitched well, but don't you want Severino weeks and then get him like a starter two before the end of the season? Yeah, I mean, I can see. I think there could be some management, mm-hmm. but I can't imagine that he's not one of the key. St- I mean, you know, once the playoffs start, you never know. Houston already proved that you know, to, to the Yankees at what can happen. So while I agree that I think Severino's pace may slow down, I think it might be more of skipping a start now and again, um, you know, maybe getting an extended break around the all-star break, you know, not starting in the top three, maybe starting on the Monday and, you know, something like that. I think we can, I think we might see that, which is kind of the same thing. It's just a, a different way of getting there. You know, the, the, the end result being expect fewer innings from Severino going forward. It's just we may differ a little bit on how we get there.
1: Yankees at 60 and 23, up 14
2: and a half games. And that's- de- it's, I, I, I kind of alluded to it, having watched a few times. The turnaround in their defense is silly. You know, I mean, that was their downfall other than just a bunch of big bats that just went for it and, uh, you know, struck out more than the hit homers in previous seasons. Their defense is outstanding, and that to me is just, you know, applaud Cashman, applaud the uh, the organization for doing that.
1: Yeah, I know IKF has kind of drawn the ire of some Yankees fans, but he really by adding him and then shifting Glaber, yeah, getting rid of Gary Sanchez, yes, yeah upgraded the defense a whole lot there. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at that division up 14 and a half games. It's like you know, they got JP Sears, Clark Schmidt. I, I just, they're just they're just toying with everybody. I just imagine they're going to work some of those arms in. And, yeah, they're just toying with everybody now. Yeah, they're they are uh, absolutely silly the Yankees. All right. Well, let's get back to it. Uh no two-star pitchers for the Oakland A's. They got an off day and uh who's this adrian martinez or Pennsylvania? i think yeah, i think
2: the week before dictates needing to do this i mean the way it, the way it worked out that they can't you know skip somebody or whatever
1: yeah and i guess adrian martinez did pitch pretty well against toronto on tuesday so yeah right I'll probably reward him with another start i guess that's the thinking anyway and then uh aaron nola's five yep i My last time really kind of second guessing Nola will be this year. I you know had a kind of a token rank for him, not necessarily low on him, but I just I never ended up with him. Uh Mitch Keller is gonna be a zero, but then Ronti Contreras, I mentioned James picked him up. He has to go to Colorado though to end the
2: week. So Yes he does, doesn't he?
1: I'm gonna give Keller a zero. Contreras a one with the thought that he's gonna be uh Higher than one in a lot of future weeks. Um, well, maybe not as – you may not have many two-star weeks, but you get what I mean.
2: I'm, I guess if it's a two for Miami and a zero for Colorado, that averages out to one. So I'll go with your one. I'll see your one and just hope that he's able to, you know, minimize the damage in Colorado.
1: Another guy who has to go to Colorado is Sean Mania, and he's coming off a of brutal –
2: yeah. Game. And
1: really he's over his last four starts when I has a six, five, two ERA. So he's been really getting knocked around uh, 11 walks over that span too. So being kind of generous with the free passes, Sean Mania. And yeah, so at Colorado versus Arizona, I think I can only give him like a, a
2: one. I'm yeah. going to go two just because, oh. okay. you know, I think recency bias in Colorado to me, he's like a four pitcher, so I can't drop him that two down, too far down. So I'm just gonna go to a two. Honest to
1: goodness, among the those two guys we mentioned, you know Contreras and Mania with uh, starts in Colorado this upcoming week, I think I've, I think I lean Ronzi just because these stuff's I think the stuff's a little better, the upside's a little better. But
2: I like Minaya. I still I, mean, I still think that uh, you know still my recency bias, you know, in Colorado side. I think Manai is a better pitcher at this point. So, but um, yeah, that's an interesting, yeah, that's an interesting challenge.
1: Yeah,
2: you know, yeah tri- in lately, maybe. It was yeah, yeah, no, yeah exactly. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, that's an interesting comparison. You know, if if we were two other people, we'd be like putting, you know, chugging a pitcher at Arizona on the line. But we're both older and more mature. <laughs>
1: um, older, yes. Uh, <laughs> we'll see we'll in time about the more mature. Uh, Logan Gilbert is he is he a five locked in for you? I I guess with these matchups at Washington at Texas, I gotta give Logan Gilbert a five.
2: Yeah, I um I made the comparison again on tomorrow's show with Eric Eric Alterman, uh, comparing Gilbert to Aaron Nola a little bit. Not not the stuff, not the release point and uh, anything else, but just kind of the style and that he's not sexy. He's just good, and I think I think we're gonna be thinking you know Gilbert along those Nola lines where. You know, I'm going to have him rank higher than the field um, because the field is looking for that little extra. And it's not there. He's just really, really good.
1: I saw some stuff on Twitter about Alex Cobb having maybe like an all-time unlucky type <laughs> of I, I mean, I think this is another situation where I don't think you could just say it's all unlucky. It's you got to put some of the blame on the pitcher. But uh, versus Arizona, versus Milwaukee, maybe it's finally time for... Cobb to uh, get on track a little bit. So I'm going to give him a three, actually, with those matchups.
2: I'm going to give him a three as well. And I mean, I'm part of that. Uh, they're coming to get me. Um, part of that, Alex Cobb has been unlucky. I mean, I posted the exit velos of the hits he gave up the other day. They were just silly low. I you know, I drive faster than, than half of the hit. Well, maybe not. But um, so you're right, obviously, that it's not all bad luck, it, but And it's getting harder to tell people it's bad luck because every, you know, when, how could it be this unlucky? Mm -hmm. Take a look at this, the log of that last game, a a dribble, double down the line, a a ball that should have been caught. They're all going as hits. Yeah, but it wasn't just that game that he was unlucky. Well, no, no, he's been unlucky the entire, my point being, um, how long can we keep? using luck luck he's been you know at some point someone's going to say he can't be unlucky every game you know and he's you know there's again there's been instances of not but I'm just saying his most recent game there's just a bunch of happenstance that it just happened it was it's silly
1: totally totally I'm just no, I'm,
2: I'm with you and this could be the week where uh, maybe he starts maybe the maybe the ratios start tending back down
1: and Webb's a five, right, Logan
2: Webb? Oh, he looks good. Yeah, I saw him last night. Um, why am I drawing him in? Uh, Musgrove. Webb and Musgrove was fun to watch. Yeah, Webb's now got his ERA
1: under three for the season. Miles Michaelis also under three. He's at 272 for the year versus Philly versus Cincinnati. Um, mm, versus Philly versus Cincinnati. I think I'm going to give him a four. Oh, man! Actually, you know what? I'm going to give him a three.
2: Yeah, um, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give him a three as well, because he, he's always under that, you know, susceptibility of a bad outing. But he's by and large been able to avoid them. It's the next guy I'm interested in talking a little, little bit about. But yeah,
1: yeah, and the the matchups are a little different for Matt. So yeah, the Phillies game is probably like a wraparound or maybe just a one-off. Yeah, Matt's is going to be versus the Dodgers versus Cincy, so a little bit. Tougher for him, although the matchup at home against the Reds makes him a one for me. I I'll give
2: Matt yeah. one. Yeah, he was pitching a little bit better before he got hurt, and I was I'm, I'm kind of bummed that we didn't get to see if it lasted or you know went to the went to the list. It's tough because you know tough to make it just say go get Matts. He's got the Dodgers. Well, he's got the Dodgers, but I may get him. I may go get him and start him this week and yeah. hope that he can you know he's not a, an automatic drop but I, i'm going to go with one as well
1: yeah i've been intrigued by matt's for a long time and i'll probably go down that well again some league this weekend uh jeffrey springs was back from a family medical matter and um what he struck out five or four innings did not factor in the decision so it looks like maybe a little limited in his return, but uh, he's pitched extremely well versus Boston Tough
2: Then versus Baltimore. Mm.
1: Springs a three. Oh, he yeah. looked
2: pretty good against the Red Sox. Gave up a couple of homers. Um, yeah. I mean, if he repeats that outing or he, yes, he's a three, uh, you know, fans five walks, two and in four innings, gives up some runs and then crushes a second start. You know, he. he I think that justifies the three. Having said that. I mean, Baltimore is not a pushover anymore.
1: Yeah, it's kind of amazing. They've uh, it Almost feels like they they're one of those teams that you know, every year there's a team that kind of pushes their window open a little bit quicker they're not going to be competitive uh, this year, but it seems like maybe they've kind of set the table to to actually be competitive next year.
2: And, and if, if nothing else, they've made the the, you know, between the the, the fences and other things they've made it a more attractive place for free agents to sign. Of course, they have to have an ownership signing the checks, Mm -hmm. but you know, that's at least they've done their part.
1: I think I'm going to give Kluber a three as well.
2: Yeah, that feels right. I think he's settled into a, you know, a groove where, you know, he's the seasoned vet. The, if he was, if he was lefty, he'd be called crafty. But he's not lefty, so we can't call him crafty, mm. which I never understood. That, How come there are any sweet right-handed swings? There are only sweet left-handed swings. Right. Yeah. Anyway,
1: that's the uh, advantage that we. <laughs> the Spencer Howard truthers out there got their latest, uh, you know, taste of a uh, bitter. You sure, that, you sure that's plural? <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe there's only one left. But, um... Yeah, the latest was another disappointment, so he's a zero. Glenn Otto was picked up versus Oakland versus Seattle, so I, now I see why Glenn Otto was picked up uh, for these two. Um, Howard's a zero, but I, think, I guess with these matchups, Glenn is going to be a two. Uh,
2: unless there's extra points for palindromes. You know what? I agree, though. I, I agree with the two. Otto was on my... I like some of the Texas pitching list, but that also included Tommy Hearn. so I don't know how well my opinion matters in this case. Um, but I do. I think Otto. The matchups aren't terrible.
1: You know, Otto is one of those guys. I think. I think Alex Chamberlain has maybe advocated for Otto every yeah, uh, yeah. now and then. So, uh, you know, if he's got if he's got Alex Chamberlain's endorsement, I will at least keep an open mind. On Glenn Otto, I got him as a two. Uh, Barrios versus Philly versus Casey. Is there a harder guy to figure out this year than Barrios?
2: <laughs> yeah, Trevor Rogers. I'll let you go first this time. Uh, yeah, it's well, we're halfway through the season. We're on our twenty ninth or thirtieth team. And he's letting me go first. Um, yeah, with Jose Barrios, I'm going to go three. I should have. Uh, I'm, I'm going, going. I mean, he, he's looked a little better. But it's that the results have been better. He looks the same as he always has. I'm I'm just going to go three. The matchups don't scare me.
1: Yep, I got a a three as well. Then I mentioned I picked up Josiah Gray, and I tweeted out a pretty interesting video talking about how he kind of improved his – I think it was his sliders last time out talking about the grip. So that led to a career-high 11Ks, and seems like a really smart kid with a good head on his shoulders, so – seems like he uh, – I think he can continue to develop and, and build on what he's doing right now. So versus Seattle versus Atlanta, second start knocks and down a peg. But I think Josiah Gray is a two.
2: I'm going to go three.
1: Actually, yeah, I'm going to go
2: three, two. So your previous to the his first start in July where you kind of alluded to maybe didn't do so well. In June, 1.13 ERA, 0. 0.88 whip. All right, well, maybe it's just luck, you know, and, and, um no, nah, 28 strikeouts in 24 innings yeah. so you know eight eight walks this he was that was supported his swallow june was supported and then all right so he had a blip against miami everybody has a blip against my well maybe not everybody um but yeah so he had a blip against miami then he came out strong against philly was it schwarber got him twice and then That's and so- then that was it i think maybe I think that's yeah, maybe that's it. But yeah, two homers in six innings. But yeah, no, I I like what we're seeing from Greg. I think you're right about the learning. I think you're right about the um, uh, maturation, not as a you know as a pitcher. I, I, it's weird. I, I shouldn't have trouble using you know he's maturing. I think. He, what do you mean he was you know? No, I mean I'm talking about his pitching and I'm talking about his personality. But yet you, you know people are nowadays. You have you know you have to the you know the correctors out there. But anyway. Um, I think he's continuing to grow as a pitcher and I like what I've been seeing. Yeah. If
1: you haven't seen it, I recommend checking out that video. The nationals tweeted out. I read right.
2: it at Clay W link
1: mm-hmm. and see, you know, to hear him talking about it. Cause it seems like he really gets it and is, uh, trying to be his best self. Well, let's recap these grades for the week of July 11th. Final week before the all-star break. Uh, Good luck, and we'll be back to to power through the second half. And as more people turn their focus to football, uh, you can really surge up your standings. Merrill Kelly, I say three, Todd two. Max Freed, five. Spencer Strider, four. Chris Sale, hopefully he avoids another temper tantrum. Uh, Next week, we got him as a three, Chris Sale. Cal Quantrill, I say two, Todd three. Shane Bieber, four. Jose Urania zero. Austin Gomber, zero. Dylan Cease, five. Lance Lynn, three. Bo Brisky I say one. Todd, two. Michael Pineda, I say two. Todd, three. Sorry, I lost my place here. Um, okay, Michael Pineda, I say two. Todd, three. Brad Keller, I say zero. Todd, one. Daniel Lynch, zero. Trevor Rogers, I say two. Todd, one. Daniel Costano zero. Jason Alexander, zero. Josh Winder, two. Max Scherzer, five. David Peterson, two. Luis Severino, five. Aaron Nola, five. Mitch Keller, zero. Ronzi Contreras, one. Sean Mania I say one. Todd, two. Logan Gilbert, five. Alex Cobb, three. Logan Webb, five. Miles Michaelis, three. Steven Matz, one. Jeffrey Springs, three. Corey Kluber, three. Spencer Howard, zero. Glenn Otto, two. Jose Barrios, three. Josiah Gray, three. All right. So that is it for the uh, two-start pitcher grades for this week. I will post all those in the show notes. Anything else on your mind today, Todd? What are we going to talk about next week? I guess we're going to have to stretch just like pickups into a couple. What are ones. we
2: going to do? We're going to like preview the home run derby or something. <laughs> home run derby. We'll figure, maybe we'll figure something out. We'll talk some fall stars. Maybe we'll, you know, it's, you know what, it's data. Get to get, get Jim on to talk about uh, James. Did I just say Jim? That was weird. It's weird to get James on to talk about some of the fall stars. Yeah. I know Oh, he... not fall stars. Uh, future stars. I'm thinking right. AFL.
1: Yeah, that should be fun. I think I guess I saw it's on Peacock though for some reason, but
2: uh yeah, well, I still I happen to I I still have it, so I'm going to I'll watch it, but I think it's kind of cruddy that it's not on um
1: Yeah, can't we get that at least on like MLB network?
2: Yeah, no, that's kind of oh. silly. Uh
1: well, great stuff today, Todd. Look forward to uh catching you and Eric Halterman on MLB Network Radio tomorrow and uh yeah, Todd's takes, Z files, everything you got going on. Appreciate everything you do and hope you all will be back with us next week. No two star pitches to grade, but Todd and I will be back next week here on the RotoWire Fantasy Baseball Podcast.